my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone is having a blessed day, as always today. I hope you continue to keep strong and keep up the fight. If you need anything, healthmasters.com, the product of the week, B-Complex Formula, one of y'all's favorites. You voted, it won. B-Complex is going to be going on sale as product of the week here in the next few minutes. I will get that up for y'all. And thank you again for getting the truth and forwarding the show and getting the emails out to everyone and continually keeping up the fight. I think everybody now has pretty much seen the level of invasion from the U.S. government and from the FBI and from pretty much every U.S. federal agency now with the Twitter files. Pretty much all social media platforms work with the U.S. government to censor content. Twitter CEO Elon Musk claimed on Tuesday documents released have following – show that the FBI, the CIA, the Pentagon, and pretty much all other government agencies work to suppress information on not only elections, Ukraine, and COVID-19. They pretty much control the entire narrative, and as the estate of Google makes links disappear. Now, this isn't news to a lot of y'all that have listened to the show, that have actually done research, but one thing about this is, and I have to say, I'm not a huge fan of Elon, a lot of stuff he does and says and wears, not a big fan of, but I do have to say this, this right here is at least clarification of the direct engagement from an out-of-control, tyrannical regime that is now operating in the United States, clearly showing that nothing, nothing we do is unwatched, nothing that goes online is unchecked. And essentially, he's talking about the massive Twitter communications and the emails that show the FBI and CIA agencies had hundreds of problem accounts, as they called it, to suspend in the run-up to the 2020 election. In addition, Twitter, the government was in contact with virtually every major tech firm. They included Facebook, Microsoft, Verizon, Reddit, and even Pinterest CIA agents nearly always sat in on meetings with these firms with the FBI Influence Task Force. They claimed explaining the task force was convened to fight alleged election interference by foreign states, primarily Russia, and it made mountains of domestic moderation requests, meaning they censored anything they wanted that did not go along with their narrative. That's what they did. And this isn't new to a lot of people. This is pretty much just confirmation for a lot of y'all. But at the end of the day, it has to make you wonder and pretty much look at everything you're being told. As I have said before, for years, it doesn't matter what's online. It doesn't matter what platform it is. At any point in time, if it goes on any major media outlet, if it goes on any social media outlet – It's gotten the green line approval. The lawsuit filed earlier this year by the attorneys general of Missouri and Louisiana alleges that officials from no fewer than 12 government agencies met weekly with representatives of Twitter, Facebook, and every single social media platform to decide which narratives and users to censor with topics ranging from alleged election interference to COVID-19, a self-described free speech absolutist must purchase Twitter 
and has since been releasing batches of documents shedding light on the platforms previously fully censored. And again, like I said, I don't trust Musk a whole lot. I'll be honest with you on that. But one thing about this is he has shown some very, very direct light on these systems that are using the deep state and these platforms to go in and control the entire narrative of what people think. And one thing that's strange about this, you know, the more you dig into it, the more you research it, it sure does seem a lot like the Ministry of Truth, doesn't it? Sure does seem a lot like the propaganda outlet that we saw in Nazi Germany. Oh, it does seem a lot like the platform we saw in communist Russia under Stalin. Oh, that's right. It's continually going with the same narrative we've seen in every single country that comes in by a tyrannical government and continues to feed lies and propaganda to the general population in order to control the behavior of the populace. Exactly what we saw in every single country that's been taken over and exactly what we saw during COVID. This is why nobody – and I have said this repeatedly, and I'm going to continue to repeatedly say this. Nobody was allowed to talk about vitamin C, D3, or zinc on social media platforms. If they did, they were immediately either banned or they'd have giant flags on their account stating that they were spreading COVID misinformation. Personally saw it, dealt with it myself, and dozens of other customers, listeners, friends, and doctors that I knew. They were talking about the truth. Could not talk about it. This is why I've said before, nothing about the pandemic was about any health. It was never about protection. It was never about safety. If it was, they would have come in and said, listen, it doesn't matter what's going on right now. We need to make sure everybody maintains their immune system. Vitamin C, D3, and zinc to the best of your ability. Continue to stay strong and stay healthy. They suppressed it on every single social media platform. That should tell you right there how much they really care about everybody's health and safety, I guess you should say. What do you think, Ben? Well, I remember it was many years ago now, five or six years ago now, that they pulled our stuff off of YouTube. And it was way before you know we had any social media censorship where they took us down because they knew that we were telling the truth on this show and they didn't want us telling the truth. And what's interesting about that is, is that, you know, when you look at Elon Musk and you realize that he's just another cutout, anytime somebody enters into that billionaire boys club and they're put into this giant social media, how should I say, you know, they're always on the newspaper. They're always in Daily Mail. They're always in the New York Times. They're always getting news stories. I mean, literally every single day there's something about Elon Musk whenever they give them that type of notoriety. And they do give them that. Elon Musk did not make himself famous. He did not make himself wealthy. He did not do that. His parents were involved in some really weird stuff. You guys look it up. And he was part of that group. So he's being used as a cutout as all he is, just like Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates and all the rest of them, to be funded by this international Kabbalist cult that runs around doing what they do. And Otto Kahn said it very succinctly, Austin. He said that you know they control both sides of the narrative and that they have the ability to basically control the Democrats and the Republicans. This was Remember, this was 100 years ago he said that. And that they have, they want their desired outcome because they hold the world by its axis, and they turn it any which way they want to turn it, whenever they want to turn it, to get their desired outcome. And their desired outcome right now is to create as much conflict and unrest as they possibly can, because they say, as in their goals are, that out of chaos will come a new world order. And they've taken now; they're basically showing light on the FBI, they're showing light on the CIA, and they're showing light 
on the unbelievable corruption that they caused in our federal government to allow the people in the United States to become more and more and more rebellious and more and more angry. It caused more and more chaos. That's what all this is. It's the same group controlling both sides of the narrative, and we need to understand that. The FBI, we know, is completely and totally compromised at some of the levels of the FBI. The CIA has been compromised since the 60s with the doggone running of drugs out of Southeast Asia and you know, with Operation Gladio and Operation Condor. We know that, and, and we need to understand who they are and what they believe and what, you know, what's going on with all of this stuff. But they control both sides of the narrative. So that's what makes it so confusing in this giant nexus of people that we see involved in all of this. I got a letter from one of our listeners uh, yesterday, and they had some friends come in from Australia that are completely and totally brainwashed. I want to read you this letter. Speaking of the mark of the beast system, our friends from Australia are in town this week. The world they live in is so different than ours. It's hard to have a conversation with them beyond the basics of how is your family and how's your job because we have absolutely – we have nothing in common anymore. They are so brainwashed, unaware of reality. They wore a mask during their 36 – entire 36-hour flight to the U.S., so they wouldn't get sick, but they got sick anyway, and they're still wearing masks so they don't get us sick. No matter how many times we tell them the truth about the ineffectiveness of masks, they refuse to listen. We went to lunch the other day, and our friend offered to pay for our meals but was unable to do so because the Apple Pay was only payment available to he had, and a local restaurant doesn't accept Apple Pay. Our friend was shocked that businesses weren't taking Apple Pay because back in Australia, he pays for everything through his phone, and he made the comment that every aspect of their life is handled digitally through their phones and how advanced it was. I've heard about this and how bad it was in Australia, but it's still shocking to experience in person how divergent their lives and viewpoints of close friends have become. And this is what happens when the all-powerful state sets up the information propaganda media like Goebbels talked about. We can control the entire population by what we release on the news and the media and the, and the, and the telephones and the, and, the, and the radio, and we start to see that this group is still the same group. It's the same group that's talking about, about Twitter. It's the same group that allowed Elon Musk to buy Twitter. It's the same group that ended up forcing Elon Musk to buy Twitter. It's the same group that's releasing the FBI files and the CIA files through Twitter to cause more and more confusion. And we just need to understand that. And you know, it's interesting because when you start looking at these groups and who they are, I post, I'm posting an article. I'm not going to read it because it's too long. It says, Between Skull and Bones and Dow Jones. Inside New York City's most exclusive private member clubs where the wealthy 1% lets loose in lavish settings that are shrouded in secrecy and centuries-old rituals. I mentioned this. We're talking about you know, you know, Vanderbilt. They're talking about Eleanor Roosevelt who was basically a, a witch. Uh, you know, all these different people, First Lady Jackie Kennedy and on and on and on and on. Humphrey Bogart, Gary Grant, Cary Grant, Liza Minnelli, J.P. Morgan. I'm going to let you read this. It's a very interesting read, and it goes into detail, and I'll have, I'll have it posted by tonight on the Health Master site. But the same group is the same group that turns everything upside down all of the time. And, and you know what's interesting? When you start looking at who they are and what they believe, you start to realize that you know we've got a situation where this Kabbalist Luciferian sect is doing exactly what it did in Genesis chapter 6. And, and we need to understand who they are and what they believe. I mean they, they turn everything upside down and they make everything evil all of the time. And we get that and we see that and we start to understand that you know, it's out of Isaiah 520, and it's a couple of scripture verses there. It says, Isaiah 520, it says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. This is the same group that Austin talked about last week that they got into a big argument about being the sons of Abraham, but they were sons of the devil that it talks about in the book of John. Same group. And when you understand that and you realize that these people haven't changed and they're always the same group, and it's the ancient Canaanite religions. This, this way, 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 way preceded Judaism. 
this was this was back in Noah's flood days after they got off the boat. Okay, this was way back when. This is that same group of the Nephilim that came down and did what they did and basically did genetic experiments on the human population that it talks about in Genesis chapter six. And for those of you who are young Christians, you could call them aliens if you wanted to, or, or, or fallen angels, or Nephilim, or things that aren't from around here, okay, about <laughs> the dimensions, and they haven't stopped doing their nefarious experiment on this planet to destroy everything that God created and made with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. And when you understand all that, you start seeing all of this, you kind of sit back and you kind of look and shake your head and go, but wait a minute, it can't be like that. And, but the reality is it really is like that, and we, and we need to understand that you know if we – don't see the truth for what it is and who these people are. They're going to continue just to lie to us and continue to direct us in the wrong directions. Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes 3.11, it says, he makes everything beautiful in his time. And when you let God orchestrate the events of your life, he will place in you in the right place at the right time if you involve him and you trust in his love for you. And that's why we always have to pray that our footsteps are ordered by the Lord. Because, guys, this battle that we're in, this war that we're in, these skirmishes continue, but the war is over with. When Jesus said it was finished on Calvary and he spilt his blood as an omnipresent being, at that point in time, it became a war that could not be defeated, a war that was won, a war that was completely finished. That's why I mentioned this last week. Had the God of this age known what he was doing, he never would have crucified the cross of the Son of Glory. And so all of this stuff we need to understand that this is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and we will be glad at it, and we will always understand that God is the same from the beginning to the end. He is the Alpha. He is the Omega. He's the beginning. He's the end. He already knows the outcome. He already has counted the hairs on your head. He's got your back. Does that mean you're not going to have to go through you know, issues in this life and have to deal with issues in this life? No, it happens to all of us. All of us have things that happen to us that we didn't count on, things that basically we didn't want to have happen, but they still happen. But he gives you the strength to get through these things. That's why he says you, know, I can, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. It's not like, you know, like I said last week, being you know, four foot tall and basically being able to dunk a basketball. That ain't going to happen, right? Not without somebody throwing you up in the air or using a trampoline. It's just not going to happen. But, you know, the reality is, is that he tells you that he's going to give you – let you do all things through him who strengthens you because he's given you that grace and that power through the Holy Spirit because he understands that death has no victory on you. He, he understands that because he made you, and he made the next dimension that we go to automatically after we pass away from this dimension into another dimension, but we don't ever die as Christians. So it's just a continuation of our life in a different dimension. That's all this is when we, when we, when we die. That's why I love that one song, The Great I Am. It says that heaven is real and death is a lie, and that's exactly true. There's no such thing as death for a Christian. Now, if you're not a Christian, you're going to have some problems, but I'm not going to get into that today. But the reality is some really bad problems that you don't want to be in, quite frankly. But the thing about it is, is that we always need to serve God and obey his commandments, for this is the sole duty of man, according to Ecclesiastes. After Solomon finally woke up, stopped being an idiot, and started doing the things the right way at the very end of his life when he wrote the book of Ecclesiastes. And so we need to understand that God is the same yesterday and day for him forever. His word doesn't change. He's not like a shifting shadow, and one day he says this, and one day he says that, and one day he's this God, and one day he's that God, and one day he's this God. He doesn't do that. He's always the same. That's why Jesus said not one jot, not one tittle will be taken away from the law or the Torah, the five first books of Levitical law, until all of these things are accomplished. We need to understand that, and we need to understand that we need to walk circumspectly with the Most High God and honor him and respect him. Perfect example. You know, Amy Grant went through a divorce years ago. Within a few years after her divorce, you know, she basically, you know, ended up getting married with Michael W. Smith, 
And then she came forward, you know, about 10 years ago and did a big promo for in 2013 with the LGBTQ outlet Pride Source. And Grant said that she knew by the time she was 18 that she had a giant gay fan base. And even when I was discovering my own sexuality and meeting people that are had different experiences, I have no idea what she meant by that, by the way. I didn't categorize them, and I don't categorize them right now. It makes me realize that I don't have any idea of what it would feel like every moment of my life to feel judged. The former contemporary Christian music star who crossed over to mainstream appeal after she got divorced, by the way, still maintains a wholesome church-going appeal and has moved from cautious to open support of the LGBT community. She is now hosting a same-sex wedding at her ranch. Franklin Graham's objecting, but I don't really care for him either. He's got some issues. But where does that leave Michael W. Smith, who's really good friends with Franklin Graham and the Graham Association, who's married to Amy Grant? And she's now openly supporting homosexuals and openly supporting having a marriage on her ranch of, gay, of, of, of gays. You know, this is a quandary we've got ourselves into as a Christian nation now. Well, a once Christian nation. It's, it's a quandary we've got ourselves into the Christian churches. You know, Katy Perry was once a gospel singer. And she gave her life over to Lucifer. She says it on one of the videos. She sold her soul to the devil. And, and so, you know, we realize that the world, you know, is basically rewarding Amy Grant now for the stance that she's taking. She's probably making more and more money, more and more accolades, more and more awards. But at what cost to her? You know, are we not going to stand firm in the word of God? Are we not going to realize that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever? But I want to cover that this morning because it really kind of bothered me when I started looking at that. And I started to realize that, you know, if we don't stand against this stuff, it's going to be one of those things that's going to be a real mess for us as you know, we continue to watch this country slide into the slippery slope of just horrible stuff. And then there's a really good article on Breitbart that says libs of TikTok's LGBTQ community saying it's a cult. They, they're saying they're evil people who want to groom kids. Wow. This is uh, creator Chawa Rajek says in a video released by Fox Nation's Tucker Carlson today on Tuesday – that some members of the LGBT community were evil people in a cult, just a sex death cult, by the way, who want to groom kids. Carlton asked, what is going on here? Do you have any theories? Rich said, I think it has something so unique about the LGBT community has become this cult, and it's so captivating, and it pulls together people in such strongly unlike anything we've ever seen, and they brainwash people to join, and they convince them of all of these things, and it's really, really hard to get out of, and it's really difficult. And there are studios, studies on this, studies on this. Like there have been a lot of people reporting about the same people. Now I'm not going to read this because her, 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 uh, her, this is a direct quote from her, and so it's very difficult to read. But I'm going to post this on the line too because I used to be really funny about this. I used to never really talk about this issue whatsoever. And, and finally I started realizing that it was one of those things that it wasn't going away and it was becoming increasingly and increasingly and increasingly more militant. And then I started to realize that if we as Christians don't say something about this, if, if we don't, you know, we're going to find a point in our time in our life that this country is going to turn into complete Sodom and Gomorrah, and that's what they've done now. And that's why, you know, in Florida, you know, they've got these anti-grooming laws for these kids, but these professors and these teachers are still just ignoring all of that stuff, and they're basically doing whatever they want to do regardless of that because they've been so indoctrinated in this cult. And there's another article from the New York Post, and it's about a Republican guy who got elected. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. This is the article. I'm going to read it to you. Liar representative-elect George Santos admits fabricating key, key details of his bio in order to get elected. Now, this, this is going to blow your mind, okay? And this is way beyond the fact that he's gay. Then I don't care about that with this, but listen to this. Long Island representative-elect George Santos came clean to the Post on Monday admitting that he had lied on his campaign, about his campaign trail about his education and his work experience. All right? But insisting that he controversy won't deter him from serving out his two-year term of Congress, I guess, as a liar, I guess. 
He was honestly, I'm not a criminal, Santos said in one report. Santos' professional biography was called into question earlier this month that he attended certain colleges, which he didn't do. And he goes, my sins are here embellishing my resume. I'm sorry, he said. Santos confessed he had never worked directly with Goldman Sachs or Citigroup, <laughs> saying that was another fib and a poor choice of words. Because he's, I know how he's, he's tried to justify this. The 34-year-old now claims that the company they, they called Link Bridge, where he worked as a vice president, did business with both of the financial giants. I'll be clear about that. It was stated poorly. And Link Santos has helped me to capital introductions between clients and investors. He also admitted he never graduated from any college, despite previously claiming to receive a degree from Baruch in 210, which doesn't mean anything. I, I didn't graduate from any institution. We do stupid things in life. And, and then it was interesting. He goes, he was elected to Congress on November the 8th, my birthday, by the way, to represent the Long Island and Queens-based 3rd District. He was also accused of lying about his family history, saying on his campaign website that his mother was Jewish <laughs> – and that his grandparents escaped the Nazis during World War II. Apparently that was all lied now. He says – now he says that he's clearly Catholic, and he says his grandmother told stories about, about, about being Jewish and converted to Catholicism. And he goes, I never claimed to be Jewish, Santos said. I'm Catholic because I learned my maternal family had a Jewish background. I said I was jew ish <laughs> I mean, <laughs> It's kind of like, are you on time? I'm sort of on time-ish. Uh, do you believe that sort of ish? <laughs> so, Santos, the first openly gay non-incumbent Republican elected to the House, also faced accusations that he lied about his sexual orientation with the Daily Beast reporting last week that he was previously married to a woman and until shortly before he launched his unsuccessful 2020 campaign against Democrat Tom Sozzi. I'm going to stop reading this now, but I want to let you know what people are – what type of people that we're having that are going to the politics and how messed up they are. Now, I'll give him credit about one thing now. I will give him credit about this. He's now come clean on all this mess. He has. And so they can't use it against him anymore. Now, they will. They'll try to. But the fact that he came out and he spun it back out, and he said, okay, this is all true. Now, I haven't taken office yet. So that's going to prevent them from using all the stuff that he did and all the lies, I guess, from blackmailing him unless they have, unless they have worse stuff on him that, they don't want, that he doesn't want anybody to know about. But I, I'll, give, I'll give the guy credit. He came clean, and he told the truth about all, all that he's done now that he's already elected. But I found that interesting that he did that. And by the way, Whoopi Goldberg, she just can't keep her mouth shut, bless her heart. I mean, the only time she ever really had a good role was Sister Act, and, and that time that she did the thing with Patrick Swayze with you know with Demi Moore, and and you know, and then she was pretty good on Star Trek when she played that that alien species thing called Gyna. But Groundhog Day, this is from Daily Mail. Whoopi Goldberg apologizes for repeating repeating claim that Holocaust class wasn't about race, just like she did last time. As Jewish groups slammed the View's host and ABC faces fresh calls to get rid of her, Whoopi Goldberg issued an apology again on Tuesday for repleting her claim. In February, she was suspended from The View for saying the Holocaust wasn't about race and simply white-on-white -white violence. Goldberg apologized for offending people, but in her latest interview insisted that she did not believe being Jewish was a race because that's what the Nazis said. Goldberg also said that transgender men don't have eggs, but then said they do have a prostate <laughs> Apparently confused by the definitions. I got to repeat that one. Goldie on also said the transgender men don't have eggs. Okay, um, how dare her say that? But then they do have a prostate gland. Apparently confused by definitions. Uh, this woman and anybody who follows her, they need to have their IQ points checked and uh, realize this lady is just absolutely lewd. 
And uh, quite frankly, I don't know why anybody listens to any of these people on The View. Austin, what do you think of what's your big story? Well, I can't argue with her on the aspect of grown men do not carry eggs. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> aspect that she's going, uh, going along with. Uh, yeah, I mean, we have pretty much fully entered into the 2023 now, the updated 2023 clown show. It is now starting. It's the new season of the clown show in the United States, and uh, it's going to continue to escalate on whatever level it continues to go. I mean, you can't really make up a lot of this stuff anymore. And uh, but at the same time, nobody's going to talk about the ATF and their illegal machine gun running between 2006 and 2011 down to the Mexican border and making sure that over 150 people including Mexican citizens, were killed with their machine guns that ATF directly was involved in transferring. Nobody's going to talk about that. Everybody's going to keep talking about bumbling buffoon Biden and his mashed potato brain and whatever new stupid thing he comes up with next week. And this is just the topic of the current clown show. It's always about keeping people distracted with the clown show. And the sad part about this is is I've seen so many people, and the dads talked about this last week, so many people are so wrapped up in their current Clown World show or their Clown World episodes or whatever Clown World show is back out on TV that nobody actually wants to address what's really going on right now. And as you see this happening and you see people making these insane comments, I mean just pure lunacy. I mean, I saw a video the other day, and they were talking about how transgender women are now going out and buying tampons. I'm not joking. These, these, by the way, these are grown men. These are grown men that are transvestites, and they were talking about going out and buying these. And I kind of looked at it, and I was like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how much more to elaborate on the level of moronic behavior you can display, but – yeah, that's that's the new current trend apparently on social media. And this is what happens when you have complete and total lunatic behavior that is now normalized. The thing about this is there is no aspect of normality when people start acting like they live in a fantasy world and everybody goes along with it. There's, there's no normal behavior to this. It was funny because the other day, Lan and I – Watched the old old film Sleepless in Seattle with Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks. It's 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 interesting film. You know, it's a it's a chick flick, but there is a scene with Rosie O'Donnell, which is funny because Rosie O'Donnell, as most of you guys know, is extremely liberal currently now. And she, I saw this the other night. Rosie O'Donnell is at a dinner with Meg Ryan, and she goes, she's referring to Tom Hanks because, you know, he was talking on the phone on this radio show. And Rosie O'Donnell goes, You don't even know who this guy is. He could be a serial killer. He could be a crackhead. He could be a transvestite. He could be a drug addict. You don't know who he is. And I started cracking up profusely when I saw it. And I thought, wow, that's the category of individuals that those are displayed in on this film back then by Rosie O'Donnell. And the truth about it is, yeah, when you have somebody that is mentally incapable of living in the real world and they want to live in a fantasy world, they kind of get brought into a category of 
morons. That's just what it is. And for some odd, weird reason now, we have now taken moronic fantasy behavior and we've now categorized it as this new normal behavior that everybody needs to display and accept. And it was funny last night. I had family over and they've been over for a couple of days and Lana and I were there with our family and we got on the topic of trannies and we pretty much were all in the same discussion. I blatantly said, I said, I don't care what somebody's engaged in, in their home. I don't care what they want to do. Whatever weird thing they want to do, I don't care. It's not my problem. Quite frankly, I don't need to know that. That's your private behavior. I said, but where my line is always drawn and I've said this for years is when you start bringing in young children into this society. And what's interesting about it is Lana's cousin that was there, she works in the school system and specifically in with children. And I asked her, I said, what do you think about this? And she was on the same page with me. She goes, it's, it's gotten so out of control. It's intentionally being pushed. She goes, it's not normal for young children to have this confusion. She goes, it's intentionally being pushed. And she goes, pretty much across the board now, with majority of school boards and school systems across the country, they think the level of age that needs to be met for gender-affirming care, and she said the same thing when I said it, is this is the politically correct way of saying you want to castrate young boys and you want to start giving young girls testosterone replacement therapy. She goes, it's 13 years old. And it's now the new age normal that if children want to start going on hormone replacement therapy, if they want to start going on estrogen, if they want to start going on puberty blockers, 13 is now essentially the age of consent for this. And I said, are you serious? She goes, oh, yeah, it's across the board now. She goes, it's all across the country. This is where they have now met the new line as far as 13 years old. And I said, does anybody else find it remotely odd that they're trying to normalize this unbelievably sick behavior and push it on 13-year-olds while at the same time the pedophiles are the ones who are directly involved in a lot of pushing this? She goes, oh, no, it's, it's clear what they're trying to do. And I said, I personally feel like they're trying to use this to lower the age that is going to be of consent. And she goes, no, you're 100% right. That's, that's what they're doing. And I said, well, how do you stop this? And she goes, well, the most troubling part that I've seen now – she said this last night. She goes, the most troubling part that I've seen now is parents don't want to say anything because they don't want to get in trouble. And I said, oh, yeah. I said, well, I've, I've, <laughs> I've seen and I've witnessed and I've also had the same, <laughs> same feelings about this. And she goes, what they've done now in a lot of the school systems is if you bring something up, they eviscerate you, and they'll literally go in, and then they'll put out a memo and an email memo and a, a, like a, a parent email, and they'll call out the parents without calling their name out and essentially demonize them in an email memo, sending it out school-wide, school-wide, and they will call those parents out without calling their name out, and they will literally – demonize them in a giant multi-paragraph email as a new school board memo to all the parents, school board parent meeting. And she goes, what happens is the parents don't want to have any more conflict. They're already dealing with their life. They're already dealing with business. They're already dealing with debt. They're already dealing with finances, and they don't want to deal with any more conflict. So it's easier to allow the children 
to be compromised and be exposed to pure perversion than it is to stand up and push back. And my friends, that is the point in time in the United States where you will lose this entire country because we have to keep raising little Americans. If you are raising children and six, seven, eight-year-old children can't figure out what gender they are of the two, how possibly do you think they're going to have any type of standpoint on maintaining the Bill of Rights or a constitutional republic? Because there is no hard line anymore. There is no conviction because it's pure confusion. And that's exactly what these groups have been doing. They're pure Marxist. Dad called it out in the school board meeting when we were there. You guys are Marxist. You're following Karl Marx. This is what you're doing. This is what you're promoting. And they'll lie to your face. They'll straight say, no, we're not doing that, while they do it. This is why it is so important to continue to get the truth out there. And, I mean, you see these things. I brought it up yesterday again with Wells Fargo with their three-and-a-half – Billion dollar fine. Do you do you think Wells Fargo and the banker boys are going to stop doing their very very unscrupulous acts that they've done for multiple years now? No, <laughs> they're not going to stop that. They're not going to stop ripping people off and foreclosing on properties and going in and hitting people with late fees and all these other things that they have done now. Wells Fargo is going to stop that. Just like Bank of America is not going to stop it, and Truist isn't going to stop it, and Goldman Sachs isn't going to stop it. None of them are going to stop it because they're operating the show. That's why you have to do your absolute best to expose them for who they are, and this is why we're going to see. I said this last week, and I'm very curious to see where it's going to go, is this grand jury that is now going to be digging in and looking at this unbelievably dangerous, ineffective, not safe at all, clot shot RNA gene therapy that was pushed by Donald Trump. We're going to see what's going to happen with this grand jury. If we're actually going to get some people here that are really going to push it or if we're just going to see another pharmaceutical show as we've seen for years – and we'll go from there. But that's why I've continually told people, I don't care where you're at, what you're doing, bring the shot up. I do it all the time. I mean, I bring it up all the time. Now it's on. It's, I'll tell you guys this. It's an ongoing joke a lot of times with my friends. Whenever they uh, – if they do something stupid or we're just hanging out and something goes you know, awry, I'm like, oh, well, you, you need to go get your booster shot. Obviously, you haven't had enough booster shit. And it's always a joke <laughs> because – it's become a point where you can't sit there and look at it and go, this is serious. This is RNA gene therapy. Why in the world would you get this? And obviously I'm being sarcastic. It is serious. But it's reached a point to where anybody that has true concrete rational thought can't continue to go on go on with this lunacy and pretend that, oh, yeah, this is normal. This is, this is the new normal. We're all just going to go along and say this is okay because it's not. The more people talk about it, the more people joke about it, the more people bring it up, the more people actually think about it because that's what happened at the beginning phase. Nobody wanted to say anything negative about it. Do you guys remember how unbelievably controversial the topic was? There were people that wouldn't talk about anything, their vac status or their unvax status, but they'd walk into a restaurant and show their card their medical authorization card that showed they had gene therapy done to themselves just to be able to sit down and eat food. Restaurants 
kicking people out of their restaurants in New York with law enforcement because they would not display their RNA gene therapy cards. Well, what? Well, I mean, I, I got to ask the question now. What? What was all that theater for? Right? Apparently, it was to slow the spread and flatten the curve and cure everybody. But now they're saying probably a good idea not to keep getting the shot because it's going to kill you. Well, what happened in 2021? Why in the world did we see people literally being extracted out of businesses and restaurants and being kicked out because they didn't want to display their medical cards? That's Don't, don't worry about that, Austin. Don't talk about that. What? Why do we have paddleboarders? by themselves out in the ocean being arrested by law enforcement because they were told you're not allowed to go out and paddleboard by yourself in the water because well of course it's COVID it's for your protection and safety is everybody just going to forget about that we're just going to pretend that that didn't happen that you didn't have mothers and children forcibly extracted out of restaurants because they didn't want to show their medical cards Think about what they did and continue to expose it for what it is because they are right now doing everything they can to dissolve the truth and get rid of what they actually did to everyone. And that part comes to dissolving history. They don't want people talking about it. Why do you think they did what they did with Twitter and Facebook and Microsoft? Regardless of what you think about Twitter, you can look at the emails and see Every single major government agency was involved in shutting down the truth being exposed to the general populace. If that tells you right there it was not about health and safety, I don't know what else to tell you. What do you think, Ted? Uh, Austin, it's about control. It's about George Orwell, 1984. It's about the you know the propaganda, information, dissemination bureau. It's about obfuscation. It's about all of it. It's just – They've got to control the narrative because an asleep population doesn't want to be manipulated and pushed under tyranny. I mean, the Spirit clearly says in 1 Timothy chapter one, chapter 4, verse 1, the Spirit clearly says that in the latter times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose conscience has been seared with a hot iron. And this is exactly what we have right now. We've got a group of people out there that basically are following the deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. And this is in the Christian church, too. Oh, I can't believe I said that, but I did. You've got a lot of people out there that have taken the word of God and they've nullified it for the sake of their traditions or because of the sake of their beliefs, which are contrary to the word of God. You know, a lot of people who think they're Christians aren't really Christians. They're not. They're following deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. They don't teach, they, don't, they go to churches that don't teach repentance. They go to churches that don't teach about the blood of Jesus. They go to churches that teach that alternative lifestyles are okay, and all this is contrary to the word of God. So are these people even saved? That's the question I'm asking. I'm not saying they're all going to hell, but I'm just asking you a question. Have they really committed their heart and life to Christ? Because it says in 1 John, if you love him, you'll obey his commands, and you'll do what pleases him. And it's the same thing in a relationship, and I talked about this on Friday. If you're in love with your wife and you're in love with your husband, you want to please them. You want to do what they want you to do, and they want to do what they want. They, they want to please you. And so when you work 100 percent in both directions, everybody's going to be happy in a relationship or in a marriage or, or whatever you're in because if you don't do that – you start thinking about yourself, and all these little things start piling up. It's like a teeterboard, like a, like a seesaw, you know. And, you, and you've got all of the great stuff that you love about each other on one side, which should push that seesaw down, and it should be the primary focus of what you do. 
But then you get the other side of the seesaw. You got little things that they say or that they do, and they continually do the same things. They refuse to change certain behavioral patterns, or they refuse to accept certain behavioral patterns, or they refuse to basically be part of the team and they want to be part. Uh, you know, do all their own stuff. And those little tiny things start weighing and weighing and weighing and weighing and weighing and weighing because they're being repeated a thousand times. They may only weigh an ounce. And they're in the what you what you believe on the other side may weigh hundreds of pounds, but you start piling up thousands and thousands and thousands of ounces over and over and over again. That teeterboard, that seesaw starts to balance out. All of a sudden, you're kind of like a, hmm, I really wonder if I need to be in this relationship. The same thing happens with the with the Bible. You start putting these little teachings in there, these things taught by demons that come through hypocritical liars whose conscience has been seared with a hot iron. And you start believing this stuff, and it's contrary to the Word of God, so you start piling these little bitty things in there, and pretty soon you start to even doubt your own salvation if you have any kind of sense. You start wondering, well, why in the world do I believe the things that these people are teaching me that are contrary to God's Word? And see, and this is the same thing that happens throughout life, isn't it? We're constantly bombarded by billboards, by radio, TV spots. That's why I've always told my kids constantly, and Austin does the same thing. If you're going to watch mainstream TV, which I don't, by the way, Mute the stinking commercials, and if you're going to watch TV shows that are filthy and promote these agendas, you know what separates you from the world. If you're going to listen to satanic music with satanic lyrics and basically an energy field that creates absolute demonic interface with you around you because of the energy field that it produces that are basically being set to you by Hollywood that basically wants you to be completely compromised because they're own run by a bunch of Luciferian Kabbalists, the same group that you know that crucified Christ. Same group. It never ends. The same same ancient Canaanite religions from 6,000, 5,000 years ago. Same group. Runs it all. If you understand all that and you start to see all that, you'll come out from among them and you'll be separate. You'll touch not the unclean thing. You know, I mean, I remember years ago I went to a golf club. It was a Greenleaf Golf and Country Club, and it was with Henry Minks. He's late. He's gone now. He's with the Lord. But good man. God, he's a great guy. And he took me and my buddy Gene Dawes to a all-you-can-eat seafood buffet. It was a green leaf country club, the home of the PGA. And I remember Gene and I had never been to something like this. And, and Henry, it was on Henry Street. And they had all this shellfish and all these oysters and all this lobster and all this crab and all this stuff. It was, and it was delicious. I mean, I enjoyed it. Gene and I just, we really overate. And Henry didn't do that. He didn't touch any of the shellfish. He didn't overeat on any of the stuff. He just kind of picked around certain things he liked. But Gene and I never seen something like that before. I mean, this, this is, gosh, this is 1981. This is, you know, over 40 years ago. And oh, did I get sick with shellfish poisoning? Oh my gosh! And oh, did Gene get sick with the shellfish poisoning? I literally vomited with dry heaves for five days. And so did Gene. I mean, I almost had to be hospitalized. I couldn't hold anything down. That was my last excursion into the world of shellfish. And a couple of years later, I was told by a friend of mine who's a naturopathic physician that clean and unclean meat were un- were bad for you, and the shellfish wasn't good, and God had warned you about it. Now, does that mean you can't eat shellfish? Does that mean you can't eat pork and get to heaven? Now, you're going to get to heaven if you're born again, true believer, and you do something like that, but you may get there a lot quicker. But again, are you going to do something that doesn't please God? He already told you not to do it. I mean, how can you bless, how can you pray over food that's already been cursed? I mean, you know, that's what Smith Wigglesworth did. He was he went to a big buffet one time, and it was a big thing with a bunch of Welshmen, and they had cooked this roasted pig, you know, on the table, and they asked Smith Wigglesworth to pray over the meal. And he goes, Lord, if you can do it, I'm asking you to bless what's already been cursed <laughs> about this wine. And, and, and people don't get that. You know, the word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's not like shifting shadows. He's always the same. He's the Alpha. He's the Omega. It's the beginning and the end. So he warns you about certain types of behavior. 
And that's why he says this in Timothy. In the latter days, some will defile these deceiving spirits. These are demons, guys. You know, and, and you know, and all the stuff that's out there that's telling you to do certain things that are bad for you. And we just need to realize that, you know, you got to be careful with the with the Most High God. You got to work walk circumspectly with Him, you know, with great respect and admiration, and 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 just be careful on how you speak to Him. You know, when you've got the Creator of the universe who's got you in covenant with Him, He kind of expects a few things from you. And you kind of need to try to do the best you can to serve him and to please him and obey his commands in all the areas of your life. And I'll, I'll cover this one more time. In the Old Testament, there were four precepts, man's relationship to man, God's relationship to man, the dietary laws and the sanitary laws. When Jesus came and he died for us on the cross, he didn't come to sanctify pigs or shellfish. He didn't do that. He came to sanctify the unbeliever and to bring us all into the body of Christ through God, through a blood covenant on the cross through scalar energy and physics. We've talked about that many times. Covered that on Monday show. You really need to listen to that one if you haven't heard it yet. This week's Monday. And that's what we need to understand, that we forever changed in the New Testament God's relationship to man and man's relationship to man. Those sanitary laws and those dietary laws, they were basically principles that were put there for the survival of the people to stay healthy. And we really need to do our best to obey that and be part of what God wants us to do as far as what we eat and what we don't eat. Not to say that you can't get to heaven eating a piece of shrimp or or pork or or shellfish which doesn't really please god when you do that does it is that something that's being taught by demons eat that stuff because god said don't eat it just thought i'd ask ask that question but the reality is you know you get to heaven but you get a lot sicker you get really really sick like i did i mean what if i died with shellfish poisoning from that which we have paralytic shellfish poisoning kills people every single year in the state of florida just don't talk about it in our tourism so be very very careful what you believe and what you do by the way I want to say this about Austin because he was talking about the grooming of these children at these young ages, and I mentioned this last year, but I haven't talked about it a lot. When a child is from like the ages of three to about eight, they're in a theta brainwave state. They don't have an off switch. In other words, whatever you tell them, the computer system's turned on. It takes it in as a download data, and it sees it as truth because that person who's telling them that is a person in authority, and they couldn't be doing anything but telling them the truth, which is going to be good for them. Okay. So when you have a young child and you start pushing a transgender agenda on them and you start grooming them and you start telling them it's okay to be a boy or a girl or a starfish or a walrus or a seal or if a you know, guy has eggs, I mean all this stupid stuff, and you start telling them all this stuff at that young age, they think you're telling the truth, and it hardwires into the program and into the brain. It hardwires, and when it hardwires into the brain, when they get older, if somebody tries to come in and tell them that it's not true – that they were told a lie. It's very difficult without the infilling of the Holy Spirit and the intervention of God himself through the Holy Spirit for that person to never believe the real truth anymore because they've been their, their brain has, for lack of a better word, it's been grooved. And you guys who have the old, old records, you guys know this. If you ever get a record that's scratched, it gets a groove in it. And whenever it gets to that groove again with the needle, it goes right back to where, it was, you know, where the groove scratch took it. And that's what happens with the brain. It gets grooved, for lack of a better vernacular. You develop certain brain behavioral patterns and dendrites and neurons and connections that are really difficult to break. That's why you, you see people that, you know, they kind of get saved and they kind of want to do what's right in God's eyes, but their brains are so grooved because they're in this physical body that it makes it difficult for them to continue to try to serve God and obey his commandments. And the only way you can learn that, guys, you have to ungroove the brain and you've got to start reading the word of God. You've got to start reading scripture. You've got to do, you have to do positive affirmations like I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice. I will be glad in it. I'm going to commit my plans to the Lord. Therefore, they're going to succeed. You start have to do all of that stuff to re fix that scratch in your brain, that groove. 
Otherwise, you go right back to that same theta, wave, theta brainwave programming, and you start so believing the truth. And the, well, you start you start believing the lie is the truth of what you were taught when you were six years old. That's why it's really, really important when you've got little kids. You find out who their teachers are, and if you have to, you homeschool those kids, and you make sure that 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 liberal weirdo teacher, because there's a lot of oh gosh, I'm gonna make people mad now. There are a lot of butch dyke lesbians in school who are teachers, and uh, I, I've known several of them. I mean, just hardcore Butch Dyke lesbians are going to push that lesbian Butch Dyke agenda. Yeah, a lot of these people will actually groom these young children. A lot of them are basically being accused and have been accused of statutory rape. All of this stuff to get them in these lifestyles because they're dealing with their own life of perversion. So it's really important to know who the teachers are. You know, Austin started a homeschool co-op, a homeschool group to keep his fat kids away from that mess. And, uh, and then when you, when you get them raised in the way they should go, train up your child in the way they should go, and when they are, not, when they are old, they will not depart from it. But then if you send them off to college and you have to send them to a state school, but you keep them local at a junior college, whatever you need to do to keep them there as long as you possibly can, keep them involved with your church youth groups and warn them what's going to happen when they go to college. Warn them what the professors are going to say and teach them to stand firm in the word of God and to question the narrative if it's not agreeing with God's word. And teach them the principles of the Word of God and what the word, the Bible says so they can stand against the onslaught of the evil one of these university systems. If you do that, train up a child in the way they should go, and when they're old and apart, depart from it, they're going to come back to it. Now, maybe in their 20s or 30s or 40s, who knows, but they're going to come back to it. And teach them not to hang out with the people that are bad. The bad people are, are just bad people, and you need to avoid them. And by the way, this is some good news. Out of Breitbart, Hollywood lost more than $500 billion in market value in 2022. Good for them. I'm so happy about that. Major studios, streamers, cable providers, and other media giants lost a combined $542 billion in market value in 2022 with left-wing studios whoa, like Walt Disney Company, Netflix, and Comcast accounting for the bulk of the bloodshed. The Dow Jones Media Titans Index, which tracks the performance of 30 of the world's biggest media companies, shed 40% this year, with its total market value declining from $1.3 trillion to $808 billion, according to the Financial Times report. The losses outpaced the indices for other sectors, including banking, which saw a 14% drop for the year, and telecommunications, which fell by 12-11%, which doesn't even touch Tesla, who dropped almost 70%, by the way. Hollywood's horrible year, I'm so happy for them, was a result of a one-two punch of a downturn of the streaming market, coupled with consumers continuing to cut the cord by millions. In addition, the advertising market was cratered as households cut spending at the cost of essentials like food and energy continued to rise skyrocket due to the bumbling, buffoon President Biden's brain-damaged, disastrous economic policy. So I thought I'd mention that to you guys, too. Now, one other thing I wanted to, say, to show you, this, 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 is a, this is an important thing to look at. The Twitter files, you, you know, and Austin covered this a little bit at the beginning. I'm going to just mention it for a second. The Twitter files have confirmed again that, quote-unquote, that people that are telling the truth, sometimes they're called conspiracy theorists, which was coined by the CIA after the Kennedy assassination and the Warren Commission, uh, are not crazy. And we're starting to see that we've been trying to tell people the truth for years and years and years. And, and what do we learn from the Twitter files? Okay, here's, here's what we know. History changed because of Hunter Biden's alleged corruption censored. COVID-19's debates were stifled, which we talked about already as far as vitamin C and ivermectin. You know, how many things called conspiracy theories were true. The FBI was working with Twitter, was paid millions. Blacklist and shadow bans were real. The U.S. Intel lobbied to censor accounts. COVID-19 was heavily manipulated, the information. Twitter rules changed and enforced by whim. Censorship is being cloaked in the language of safety. Safety, harm, violence, redefined to apply ideas to ideas. Opinions to and info deemed unsafe, subject to silencing. Jokes, memes, and questions about the origin of COVID off comments. The FBI has 80 
staff monitoring speech. Whoa. Small accounts on the left and the right were flagged. The FBI held frequent meetings you know, for Twitter. And Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram were all the same thing, shadow banned and censored. Private censors and police control what you say at whim. And see, when you understand this, you start to understand all of the things that they're doing to us and how they're continuing to basically manipulate the groupthink and the truth. Now in Australia, Aussie cops are now asking neighbors to rat out, rat out, R-A-T, like, you know, like wrote it, rat out anti-government, anti-police or anti-COVID vaccine conspiracy theorists. It never ends. So that's why we've got to keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And we've got to understand something, guys. If the Bible says it, that pretty much should settle it with your mind and what you need to do. Always remember that. Always love Jesus and always seek his kingdom first and all these other things we've given out of you guys. I love you so much. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Oh, you're spot on with that. And this is why it's so important to continue to talk and bring about the truth and let people make their own decision and their own conclusion. Come, I've told people that all the time. You don't have to believe me. Do your own research on it. We bring these articles to you every single day. We do research on them every single day, and I continually encourage people to do your own research, period, because everybody has a right to come to their own conclusion. The problem with it is now, as Dad talked about and I brought up earlier, when you start having a government entity that is funded by taxpayer money, start telling you what you can and can't hear and what you can and can't look at and what you can and can't say, there is no construct of a constitutional public that even slightly goes along with that. As the point, that is pure communism at its finest example. Control the narrative. You control what people say. You control what people look at. You control what people do. I mean, I'm glad the Supreme Court, you guys saw this yesterday, the Supreme Court is now keeping Title 42 border expulsion in place now, indefinitely. This is a big deal. This was essentially what was about to be completely repealed and was going to allow unbelievably unchecked illegal immigration on the southern border. Now, is it going to slow down and stop? No, not at all. As long as the bumbling buffoon Biden, he's still trying to figure out where his mashed potato brain went, and everybody continues to go along with that moron, and they keep going and saying, oh, well, you know, the U.S. Border Customs Agency needs $14 billion this year. That's that's their budget. But, you know, hey, we got to take care of Ukraine because they're not a NATO ally, and we have no business even being involved in a proxy war with Russia. But we're working on one of the biggest money laundering and weapon trafficking schemes we've ever seen in our lives. So, yeah, we need to give them a total of $102 billion approved this year already. Yeah, smaller than the size of Texas. Totally makes sense. Well, because you remember, it's science, guys. It's science. Trust the science. That's why we had a president of another country speaking to Congress and the congressional chambers while having the Ukraine flag pulled up behind him. You can't bring up a bigger insult to the general American populace than what they did last week. That was so far beyond insulting, and it was done as a point. It was done as a very clear theater point. They wanted everybody to know the United States is not being run for the goodness of the United States. It's being done to push its political agenda across the world and continue to traffic and money launder and 
human traffic and arms traffic and everything it wants to do. The United States has been, and in my personal opinion, is officially the largest terrorist organization in the entire world. United States of America.gov, my opinion on it. You can clearly see that now with what they've done and how they treat their American citizens while at the same time treating other countries far better. They're pushing their agenda. So it's so important, no matter what, regardless of what's happening, regardless of what gets exposed, keep talking about the truth that's really happening. Bring it up and don't be afraid to call stuff out. Do not be scared because somebody's going to get offended or somebody's going to get upset. Talk about it regardless. That is one of the main duties you have as an American patriot. So thank you again, my friends, for supporting Health Masters. Thank you for supporting the show, supporting the website. It means the world to me, and it continues to keep this show up and running when we always have emails, listeners, forwards, everything. This is what we do. This is why we do it. There's a reason why we've been deplatformed off pretty much every social media page, and it's not because we're spreading fake news. It's because we're talking about the truth on a regular basis. Continue to keep up that fight. Continue to talk about the truth every single day, no matter what, even if it is not popular, even if it is offensive, it does not matter. The truth is always the truth, and the truth will set you free. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. Healthmasters.com. Be sure to check out the product of the week. That will be updated here shortly with the B-Complex formula. You have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.